So the Rebbe began here with some diukim on the Pasik. The questions were, why does it say Lamer? If all the Yidin were present at Matantayra, including all the Yidin of future generations. So Lamer usually means to repeat. Moshe Rabbeinu says over what Hashem tells him, but over here there's no reason to say Lamer. Then the question was, why does it say Anoichi Havaya and Alekecha? What's the significance of Havaya and Alekecha after it already says Anoichi, which refers to David himself? And why does it say Me'eretz Mitzrayim Mibes Avodim? Seemingly, the main point is that the Yidin are being taken out from being slaves to Parai and becoming slaves or servants to Hashem. So why does it have to add Me'eretz Mitzrayim? Okay, so the Rebbe begins with a lengthy introduction. Very Geshmak Gemayme here. Most of it is Aveda, the Gemayme. In the end of the Maimah, the Rebbe will come back. When you know the Hinexiv, the Pasek says about Teire, Ve'eye etzloi Omen. That the Teire was raised by Hashem. That's a simple translation of Omen. V'pavamro Chazal, the Medrash says on this, HaTeire Oimeres, the Teire says, Ani Yisi Kli Umnosei Shel HaKadosh Baruch I was the tool that Hashem used when He came to create the world. Maha uman, just like a craftsman or a carpenter. So He has plans. He has uh, what He prepares, the plans of how He's going to build and what He's going to do. To know exactly how He's going to build the rooms of a house that He's building. So to the Teire were these plans that the Eibishter, the blueprint and the plans that the Eibishter prepared and, and based on what there is in Teire, the Eibishter created the world. As it says also in the Zoyar, the Eibishter looks into the Teire and he creates the world. So it doesn't only mean that the Eibishter takes the Koyach of creation from the Teire, but also the details. Everything that you find in the world comes from Teire. All the details in the creation is found first in Teire, that's in the, in, the, in, the, in the source, in a blueprint, and then from there it's created physically or in Beruchnius and all the darkness of the elements. So Mizeh Muvan, Shekola and Yonim Sheyeshtam Ba'ilam, everything that we see existing in the world, Yeshtam Tchila Beteire, are found first in Teire. Olachre Sheyeshtam Beteire, after it's found in the Teire, Nimshechu Gam From there, it's the blueprint and the plans that the Ebishter takes it and creates similar, corresponding to what exists in Teire, in the Velt as well. The Hine and other detail is also what, that we see, that what exists in the world is mirrored in the existence of every individual person. So the Hine Xiv, Zaysat Teire, Odom. That the Teire is Odom. What does this mean? Just like we're saying that what exists in Teire is the source and the blueprint for all the details that exist in the world. The same is true regarding every person. That the per, the, what, what, what it says in Teire is the blueprint and the source of every person, of the way of the makeup of a human being. Everything you find in the world at large, you find in an individual person. It also says in the Medrash that what is a person? Every person is a small world. And the world is like a, a large body. So they correspond to one another. So everything that exists in the world in general exists within a person. 
So, what's the conclusion of all of this? Everything we find that exists in the world, you could find it also within the life of a person, or you could also find corresponding also in the Teira. So the Rebbe here in the Maimer is going to explain, in general, the existence of the world, which are made up of the four elements, Doimim, Semea, Chai, Medaber, that is found Ba'ilam, and it's found in the person, and it's also found in Teira. The world in general is divided into four categories. What is the definition of these four categories? So, what, what defines the daimim is not only does he not have a level of life, like the chai, which is able to walk around and so on, he has a high level of life. Doesn't even have any growth whatsoever. The Tzimeach is able to grow from being a small plant to, be, to, to growing to a big plant or to even grow to a big tree. So the Daimim doesn't even have that kind of, kind of movement or life in it. What does the Daimim have? It has a Nefesh that creates it. And also, it gives it life every single moment to exist, which really means that it's, it's recreated every single moment, as Al Tareb explains in Tanya. So even a nefe, even even a daimim that is, that seems to be totally lifeless, but the very fact that it exists, it has to have a nefesh in it every single moment. This is what Al Tareb says in the beginning of Shariyichid Vamuna, in the name of that Rizal. Even in a daimim, yesh bechinas nefesh v'chayis ruchnis. It has a nefesh, it has a soul that gives it life every moment. And the Alter Rebbe, they quotes from the Arizal that the soul of a daimim, for example, if it's a rock, so the name Evan is the source of the chayis of what, it, what, what there is in this daimim. So it, there's, a, there's a nefesh there, but the level of the nefesh, the chayis of this nefesh is very, very minimal. And that's why it's so concealed that you don't see any sign of life and growth that's, that there's in it. That's one kind of existence. Above this is the tzimeyach that grows. It grows from, from being a small plant to a big tree. It does not have the level of life that there is in a chai in the animals. Then the sugachai, the animals, it has life. What does it mean? It has life. Showing in hergish, that they have feelings. They have instinctive feelings for, for their for the way the way they exist. And also besides that, the Rebbe adds vegaminyan seichel. An animal also has some degree of awareness of seichel, of wh- who, where he is and who, where he belongs and where he lives and and what he needs. So there is a certain degree of seichel even in a behemah. Komayishakasa. The pasuk clearly says yod keneo. An ox knows his master. He recognizes who he belongs to. So the and also Chazal describe and say Shual The fox is the wisest amongst the amongst the animals. So you see that there's a there's a level of seichel, not only hergish. It's not only that an animal exists and feels itself and feels what it needs and goes out all day looking for food to, for for itself to feed itself, but it also has a certain level of awareness of of, of, of seichel. An animal has seichel regarding its, regarding in regarding the life of an animal, and regarding the things that an animal needs. 
not the seichel of a human being that's able to learn and study and understand things that are not you, that are not part of your existence. And part, you, you can learn and understand things that are higher than you. But in the life of an animal, in their habit and things that they do, they have a certain level of awareness. And the highest category in creation is the human being, which is referred to as the medaber, the person that can talk. So why do we refer to it as the suga medaber? This is one of the questions that's asked, that Abba speaks about this in a few places. It would seem that the mile of the human being above the animal and everything else is the fact that a human being has seichel, that he's able to live life with seichel and understand things and so on. But he's referred to as the medaber. So therefore this means, the mile of the human being, it's not the fact that he has seichel. The existence of awareness and seichel and understanding is by balichayim, by Baimus as well. Right, so of course, the level of seichel by a human being is completely different than the level of seichel, than the way it is by a balchai. But nevertheless, the very essence, the concept of seichel is not a chiddish by a human being. It exists by Bali Chaim. But what is it that there is by a human being that you do not have by a Balchai at all? There's a depth in the person's nefesh where he could connect to things even beyond Seichel, beyond the level of Seichel. That's the emes chiddish of a human being. A person has a kayacharatsan, a person has a determination, and he has a, a powerful nefesh, it's even higher than the limitations of seichel. That's the true mile of a human being. So why do we refer to the person as a medaber? The fact that a human being has a mile, that he has a nefesh that even surpasses seichel, mezgale, it's expressed in a person, besug hadoimim dafke. It's expressed in the Suga Daimim, which refers in a person himself. What's the Suga Daimim in the person that I will soon explain? It refers to the words that a person speaks. The fact that a person can speak words, the words are the Daimim in a person. Sug, the category, the category of Daimim in a person. Where do you have Daimim in the person? The words that a person speaks. So this is the reason why the Maila of a person is the Madaber, the words that he speaks. That's the Iker Maila that expresses not only the fact that he has Seichel, but the fact that he has a Nefesh which is deeper than Seichel. He could connect to things and he could communicate with people and so on beyond Seichel. That's the Iker Maila of a person. Okay, so why, what's the Pshat in this Indian here? What does this mean that the Isis of a person, that a person speaks, that's the Suga Daimim, and this expresses the deepest connection, the deep, the deep Koyach of a person, which is higher even than Seichel, so the Rebbe will explain it. First, the Rebbe, goes, the Rebbe starts in the beginning to explain how you have, so, like the Rebbe said before, you have what exists in the world, Bechlal, Daimim and then this Daimim exists in the Olam Katan. In every person you also have, he's made up of these four categories of Daimim Tzemei And then after the Rebbe finishes explaining the Daimim Tzemei in the person, the Rebbe will explain the Daimim Tzemeachai Medaber in Taira as well. As we'll see. That's the flow of the Maim here. The Yuvan so we'll understand this Indian, how you have the, the, the Kayach that's higher than Seichel in a person. Midale de Asugim, Daimim Tzemeachai Medaber, these four categories, Kamoshehem, Badam Guf. 
as it exists within every single person. What is the daimim in a person? That category in a person that is sort of lifeless. It's a ba'adam in a human being who are oisius. Those are the letters that a person puts together when he talks. What, what is it about the Isis? Not only do they not have any life in it, similar to the level of life that there is in an animal, which has life and moves around and has awareness and has feelings. So that, there's no feelings in letters. And there's no awareness that the letters don't have any of that level of chayis at all. The letters don't even have any type of growth whatsoever, not even mekatnas legadlas. When you have a letter that makes up a word, there's no, there's no way to enhance that letter to grow, that it should be a more powerful and a more expressive letter. There's no such a thing. Where you have a mid of feeling, you have an understanding. So over there, there's growth, there's, there's a levels, there's depth, and so on. A, a letter does not have depth to it. A letter is just to, to articulate in words, and you put together letters that make up words. It's, it doesn't have that kind of a depth. There's no development in a letter that from one letter it grows and it, it, it turns into two. And the same is also true regarding the different categories of letters. There are different levels of letters. In Taita at least, it says regarding Taita that there are the three different kinds of letters. Asvin Ravrivin, there are the larger letters that you find sometimes in Taita. Asvin Beninin. Majority of Teda is Asfim Benin in the regular size letters and Asfim Zirin. And then there are the smaller size letters. Right, so there are different sizes of letters. But he named Asfim Zirin from the smaller letters, A small letter will never change, will never develop, and will never grow into becoming an average letter or a larger letter because the letters are just words that are expressing. They, they, they articulate and express a feeling, but the letters themselves, if you just take the Lamashal Baruch, Beis, Reish, Vav, Chof, those very letters itself, each letter doesn't have any life to it. It doesn't have any feeling to it, it doesn't have any growth to it, so there's no way that it could develop from one level of a letter to another level. So that's the union of letters. Letters is the daimim in a person, the Ebishter gave a person the ability that besides the inner life and chayas and feeling and experience that he has, he can also bring it out to a world of letters, which is a, a world of daimim, to express the feelings that he has inside of him into the world of letters. But the world of letters itself is, is a world of daimim in the person. Above this is the level of tzemech in a person, which is the fact that a person has in himself a growth and a, an expansion that a person can grow and get more excited, more connected to things. But what are we talking about specifically? The midis, the emotions of a person, that are able to grow from being something which is very small and it, it, it develops. A person can develop a feeling for something and the feeling intensifies through different causes, different things that the mid grows. So this is the sugat semeach. But when we talk over here about the Midas, if it's only Midas and there's no Seichel involved, then it's similar to a Tzimeach. What's unique about a Tzimeach? It's rooted in the ground where it's planted and even though it keeps on growing bigger and bigger, but it doesn't move away from the place that it is. It's there where it is and there in that spot, it can grow bigger and bigger. It's the same also with Tzimeach. Every person is created with the nature of his Midas 
And the nature of his mid is some people have it expressed more and feel it more and, and so on. You could, just like you can water a plant and it grows more and more. If you don't water the plant, it doesn't grow. The same thing also with the mid is of a person. You could develop it more, but all within the nature of what those midas are. One person is about chesed, another person is about gvure. So it can grow mekatnas legadlos, but it remains defined to what it was created for. For either chesed or gvure and so on. That's the union of tzimeach, the midas of a person. But then even higher than this, usuga chai is the level of chai in a person, like an animal that is not just stuck in one place, but he moves around and the environment changes and his condition changes and all, oh, he goes through all kinds of changes in his life. It's not just in one place. This refers to the kayach of seichel of a person, where a person has the ability to grow and live and get involved in something that you weren't involved in before. A person can learn a totally new subject and get involved in a totally new idea that he was unaware of and it takes you into a different world. It, brings, it introduces to the person a new life and a new, a new opening, a new perspective on things and you can, you, that's the end of Seichel. Right? So just like a Chai, the Chiddush of the Chai is that he's not rooted in the place where he is. He can walk around and completely change his environment, completely change where, where, he, where he's living. So, so to Beruchni is in a person by getting involved in a Dvar Seichel, you can totally change your outlook and your involvement in something. So we're not I'm talking over here about a person that uh, learns a subject in passing and he, he gets this knowledge of awareness of a certain idea, but the, the understanding of Seichel, a Baal Seichel that learns and gets involved in something, so you get attached, you get connected, and you, you start living with that Dvar Seichel that you're learning. Just like a person in the world of Midas, when a person has a certain feeling for something, <coughs> and he has his natural feelings for things. So what you feel is what you're living with. You, you get involved in the feelings that you have. It's the same thing also in the world of Seichel. But in the world of Seichel, there's two points here. In the world of Seichel, you could get involved in something which is not you. It's not even limited to your nature. A person could naturally be a Baal Chesed, but he could learn about a subject which expresses gvura and it expresses al piseicho, all the milas of gvura, and you could begin living in the world of gvura. In the, at least in, from the perspective of seicho, you could start valuing and realizing and, and living with the, an Indian that's not your nature. That's the chiddush of seicho. It takes you. It's, some, it's not limited to your nature. And there's also another point which the Rebbe will explain here, which is that when a person begins to live with something al piseicho. And again, we're talking about someone that's pe'emes, getting involved in a dvar seichel fully, it's much deeper than midas. It gets you involved and you can, be, you can become involved in it much more than a midah. A midah is something which is not deep. There's no depth to a midah. A midah is you have an emotional feeling to something, you see a person can have an emotion, and boom, it's high, and then it falls very low. It, is no, it can be sometimes hollow. It's not necessarily deep. Seichel is something which is deep. You can, if a person really understands something fully and gets involved in something, it, there's much more life there than there is in the, in the level of Midas. You say Seichel is more subjective. Seichel is, is objective. True, and Hanami. Midas is more correct to the person. Anachanami, it's true, but uh, when a person gets involved in the Dvar Seichel, so the, the, if, even though it's like objective, but the point is that the person becomes Nis'ala into the Seichel. That's what happens by the Dargav Midis, so then whatever it is that you're connecting to that's based on your emotions, it starts all with you. It's, it's the Metzius of the person. The person is, is, 
he's touching things, he's, he, a person sees what goes on around them and he immediately and, and translates it in his own world the way he responds to it, the way he feels about it. So it's all based on your yeshes, that's what Midas is. Seichel is punkt verkehrt. I'm not going to translate things the way I, I feel about it, but Adarab, I'm ready to go elevate myself and go out of my mitzis and understand things the way it is mitzat seichel. But we're not talking here about Seichel, where a person remains cold and indifferent to the Dvar Seichel that he's involved in. We're talking about an emissable Seichel that lives with the Seichel that he's involved in. Let's see in the words of the Rebbe inside here. So the difference between Midas and Seichel is, when a person has a feeling for something, so if there, there's a feeling the person gets involved in it. It's not a level of life like the level of life that you find in a Balchai, which could move around from one place to another. When it comes to the midst of a person, they're not so deep. The midst of a person does not fully capture and grab the whole person to get involved in this. It's not as deep as Seichel. So it's interesting, is it? The Rabbi here is not focusing on the first point I mentioned before. The, the first point is that Midas is limited. It's limited to the nature of the person. That's what the Midas is. It doesn't, it, a Midas doesn't allow a person to experience things that are not your nature. But here the Rabbi is focusing on another point. A Midas of a person, sometimes we think that a person that's about Midas has a very big passion for things and a very big excitement. It could be. But that passion and excitement is, is to some degree external. It's the, it can grow and the passion can be very strong, very powerful, but it's not very deep in a person. If your seichel is not there and you don't understand it, and you just have a feeling about it, it's external. When does a person have a real deep connection to something? When the seichel understands what it's about. When it comes to the koyach of seichel, Chachme is the beginning, it's the source of all of the inner kaychas of a person. So if you, if you get something, if you connect to something, not only in the world of Midas, which is further down, but you connect, it, connect to something in the source, al piseichel as well, then it, it, it penetrates the person much deeper. And therefore we see, b'seichel dafke, yesh inyin there's a certain level of life and involvement in Seichel that you don't find in Midas. And the, the Rebbe says, Frischkeit und Lebedekeit. Certain freshness and a certain life that there is in Seichel that you don't find in Midas. If a person's Aveda or Bachlal, if a person's life is always based just on Midas, it doesn't have that Frischkeit. Sometimes you could see a person's emotions about things. If, if your connection to something is just based on feelings, feelings over a while get stale. There's no freshness to it. I, I have a, in the beginning, there's an excitement when there's something new. So there's a simcha and there's an excitement about something. But if, it's, if you're just relying on a midah and there's no real depth that you don't understand the mile of something and you don't connect on a deeper level, so over time it becomes stale. Whereas a person that appreciates and understands al the emes of something and the value of something and why this is the best thing in life and he really appreciates it, so then that seichel keeps the person fresh and involved all the time. So there's a certain level of life in, in, in seichel that you do not have in midas. Then even higher than this, usug hamedabish is the, the medaber, the, the, the real essence of what the mile of a human being is, the fact that he's a medaber, that he can talk. Which means that the real mile of a human being is not a seichel 
The real mile of a person is the nefesh, the essence of the soul, which is above seichel even. That's the real mile of a human being. And the Indian said, the fact that a human being surpasses seichel, where is it expressed? It's expressed in the fact that a person can talk, that a person has words that he can talk. Which is the lowest element in the person, which is the daimim in the person. So that's the interesting thing here. The, the greatest mile of the person, which is the fact that he has the etzim of his nefesh, that he could connect to things and he could be determined about things beyond seichel, where does that come out in the words that a person talks? So what this means is, So as we explained before, you have the chai in the person and the tzimeach in the person. So the chai in the person, that is related to the tzimeach in the person. That, that's revealed in midas. When a person really understands something well, what happens? It produces certain feelings for that. But the mile of the medaber that surpasses seichel, so that sort of jumps over the whole pnimius of the person. That is expressed specifically in the words that a person speaks. Okay, so, so in other words, you have, there's the pnimius of a person, which is always, Chassidus tells us, it's seichel and midis. The seichel and the midis are related to one another. The midis are dependent on Seichel. The Seichel gives birth to Midas. Those two go together, the, the Tzimeach and the Chai. The Medaber, which is the Etzim Anefesh, that sort of skips over the, 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 the Tzimeach and the Chai, which is the Seichel and the Midas, and it's expressed specifically in the words that a person talks. That's the Chiddush here. We'll see, okay, we'll see the conclusion of this Aysav here tomorrow.